Hello and welcome back to Lead with Compassion with me, your host, Nico McCall. In episode 18, I talked a little about my demeanor early in my transition, how I felt I needed to present myself to the world to show that I was masculine. When I was going anywhere in public, I looked like I was on a mission, straight face, looking ahead, walking with a purpose, even if I wasn't going anywhere in particular, every step I took was with intention. I was acutely aware of putting off vibes that said, don't bother me. I was basically trying to embody this idea of hypermasculinity. I didn't see it that way at the time, but looking back, that's what I was doing. Acting in ways I thought were stereotypically masculine shutting off emotion, being hard to read, coming off as unapproachable. As I got further along into my transition, all these things stayed. I practiced them, they became habit. Then I started to notice things in some of my male coworkers and employees that were different than what I'd practiced. They had a softer side, able to laugh at themselves and share stories of times they'd felt embarrassed. What I realized in observing these vulnerable, authentic moments is that I was in a position of getting to decide what kind of person I wanted to be, outside of gender, but also deciding if I wanted to be this stereotypical male as I saw it, or if I wanted to push that boundary and not let these ideas of masculinity continue to mask my authenticity. That's really how I grew up. I wasn't concerned with making choices in each moment that felt good to me as a person, that aligned with my purest self. I was concerned with making choices that made me fit in. Choices that protected me from being exposed and rejected by others. Then I started seeing how I was doing the same thing by trying to be hypermasculine. I was making choices that protected me from being exposed and rejected and physically hurt by others. I mean, there are times as a trans person who is lucky enough to pass as a cisgender male that it definitely feels safer for me to do so, emotionally and physically. But that's not where I want to live all the time. I do think it's expected that I live there by society in general. But I love when masculine appearing people can be vulnerable and don't have to close themselves off to appear to be a man. I was once helping an older husband and wife at my job. In observing the couple, I could see that the wife was expected to keep track of all the information they needed and know exactly what I needed. Every time she asked a question or had to look for an item I needed to see, the husband would berate her with sometimes snide remarks and sometimes blatantly sexist comments. Then look at me for camaraderie chuckling in my direction, expecting me to laugh along. If the wife found the comment overly offensive, she would tell him to stop. He would then 
again, looked to me for confirmation that she was out of line, expecting me to join him in scoffing at her remark. It was so disgusting. I mean, disgusting enough that he spoke to her like that at all, but even more so that he was comfortable doing so in public and expected me to join in. But does every other guy just play along? I kept a straight face throughout, trying to put off a polite vibe of not amused, Eventually, I just completely ignored him, and every time he said something, I spoke to his wife, reassuring her and contradicting her husband in a subtle customer service way. How this person displayed his masculinity is not how I wanted to display mine. Quite the opposite, in fact. I don't want to have to hide behind these ideas of what masculinity is or isn't. I don't want to have to put other people down for being able to express things I'm uncomfortable expressing. I don't want to continue to feel the need to hide parts of myself. And I don't want my son or really any other boy or man to feel like they can't have emotions. But this guy was just displaying what he'd learned and never got to a place in his life where he could question how he was showing up in the world. The male figures in his life were probably the same way, having to show they were men by putting others down, not having any emotions, never showing vulnerability, never being anything they were told was weak. But in a world where men live like this guy, I definitely think that being able to access your emotions and question your default behaviors and reach emotional places where you can support and encourage the people in your life is a powerful strength and not at all weak. The way I see it, Covering up your emotions or behaving in a way that puts others down to show that you are a man is weak. Just about every single person on this planet has feelings, has emotions. They don't make feminine people crazy and they don't make masculine people feminine. Everyone should be encouraged to experience their emotions, to learn how to process them. Let me give you some examples of how these stereotypical ideas of masculinity are challenged. These are examples that I think show strength, not weakness. I mentioned before that one of my favorite things about my dad now is that no matter where we are, when we meet and part ways, he gives me a big hug and tells me he loves me. A while ago, well, probably close to 20 years ago, my dad told me that things got to him more easily. That he would get sad hearing a story on the news and come close to shedding a tear. Then he asked what was wrong with him. And my answer was nothing. 
You're feeling emotions. Everyone has them. It's perfectly normal. Just like most other men his age, my dad was taught that emotions are things that girls and women have. He could be happy, and he could be mad. All emotions outside of happy were expressed as anger. Even happiness could turn to anger if it became overwhelming. He was exploring for the first time the idea that he could feel more than happiness and anger. And hearing, probably for the first time, or at most one out of a few times, that doing so didn't mean anything was wrong with him. I was once shopping at a popular retail store, and when I went to pay for for my items, the person standing at the register had an amazing beard and even more amazing makeup. I was thrilled for many reasons. One, this person showed amazing strength, not weakness, expressing themselves in a way that gave the finger to society's idea of masculinity and I hope in a way that felt true to them. And second reason I was thrilled is that I assumed upon seeing this person that the company, whose clothes are worn by conservatives and liberals alike, had policies that allowed for individual expression of gender identity. I enjoy watching NFL football. The sounds of the game on my TV take me back to Sunday afternoons in my childhood with the fireplace going, my dad sitting in his chair, and if I was lucky, my mom helping me pop popcorn over the fire. Questions of who I'm going to root for always come up this time of year. Who do I want to win? Who do I want to lose? I always stop to consider the team uniforms. I pick my favorite teams by the color of their uniforms, which color combinations I like best. Or I cheer for the team least likely to win. Or I'm cheering for both teams, looking for a close, hard-fought match on both sides. After my initial armor of hypermasculinity, when I started noticing ways in which some guys accessed more vulnerable parts of themselves... I started paying attention to my reactions in the moment. I would notice if my reaction was closed off, hiding emotions that were truer than what I'd expressed. I began seeing when I was leaning into this idea of masculinity I thought was expected of me. Then I began being able to make a conscious decision in the moment to lean into the reaction or feelings I was covering. I began expressing my true feelings as a person. The more I did this, the less I felt I had to react in certain ways to be seen as masculine. I stopped caring about being seen as masculine and instead started caring about being seen as a genuine person. And I started leaning into the idea of the strength of masculinity coming from authenticity and vulnerability, instead of how well I could hide my emotions. I could use myself as an example of what masculine strength could be, that the seeing of emotions as weakness is what's weak not the emotions themselves. 
This idea that men are above emotions. Therefore, if they have emotions, they are lesser men. That idea is ridiculous and creates weak men. Having the wisdom and emotional maturity to recognize emotions, process emotions, be honest about emotions, that is strength. That is what creates strong men, strong people, actually. A person cannot be a better person for not having emotions when they have to shut down parts of themselves to do so. That's how we learn that what we are at our core, in our purest form, emotional beings, makes us lesser humans. And if we think that we as a person are less than because of something inside us, it creates shame. Then men, like the man standing in front of me with his wife, think the only way they can feel like a man is to feel like they are better, more powerful than those around them. Because they learned that caring, being vulnerable, having empathy, being kind, having patience, means they are weak. So when those emotions come up, they have to be forced down, covered by something manlier. What if we learned how to feel the emotions that come up for us? What if we could respond in conversation with our most honest way of being instead of what made us look more masculine or less feminine? If you're a feminine presenting person listening to this who has been told how your feminine nature makes you a weaker person or who has observed masculine presenting people being told they are less of a man because of some feminine quality. I know that I want to be able to express myself in ways that make me feel empowered and authentic. Hiding parts of myself to fit this idea of masculinity does not feel empowering and is not authentic. There is no manly way to interact with people or way of behaving that makes you more of a man or less of a man. If you identify as a man, you are a man. But I see this conversation of being able to allow yourself to feel, to be able to process your emotions as being beyond any concept of gender. When I was a kid, my parents asked me if I would jump off a cliff just because my friends were doing it. I don't know why, but I never imagined a refreshing lake at the bottom of the cliff. Just death or at best, significant injury. But that's exactly what I was doing when I was trying to be seen as masculine and hide every part of me that I thought might tell people I wasn't a man. And that's how I see this masculine standard in our society today. A bunch of men who believe they are above emotions, or should be above emotions, all jumping off the cliff to prove they don't have emotions. None of them stopping to question why they are all pretending they don't have emotions. None of them brave enough or strong enough to behave differently than society tells them they should behave. Obviously, I'm talking in generalities here, 
There are people who don't feel emotions. Different reasons people don't feel emotions. Not all men or masculine presenting people behave in this stereotypical way. That's not what I'm talking about. For those that can feel, which is most humans, having emotions is normal. What's not normal is pretending like we don't have emotions. That emotions make us weak. I want to be able to explore what I'm feeling. Figure out what I'm hiding from. I want to be able to feel empowered and empower those around me to find their authentic self and be brave enough to live into that. That doesn't mean that no men exist who are hypermasculine, but being so does not exclude them from feeling and being in touch with their emotions, from being vulnerable. At the same time, we are saying people have to turn off emotions, be tough, man up. We also say it takes a strong man to cry. I think the latter is true because that person is not afraid of emotions, knows that crying doesn't make him less of a man. I shouldn't have to live into these societal ideals of what makes a man a man to feel like I'm perceived as a man. I can be perceived as a man and have full access to my emotions. I can come across as masculine and share vulnerable stories about myself. I shouldn't have to hide any part of myself or make myself appear as something I'm not. That doesn't feel good. It doesn't make me feel strong. So now I'm getting better at smiling more taking my time, coming off as approachable, friendly even. Dropping this hard exterior that said I was tough, never messed up, more important or better than those around me. Now I'm just me. I can laugh. I can be vulnerable. I can express my compassion towards others. I can show people that being a man is what you make it. That being a good person Trump's proving masculinity any day. How do you buy into the stereotypical idea of masculinity? How do you challenge it? Let me know. My contact info is in the show notes and can be found on our website, leadwithcompassionpodcast.com. Reach out and tell me your thoughts. Again, the website is leadwithcompassionpodcast.com. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe and review and come back Thursday for the next episode. I'll see you then. Thank you.